We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank, your partner Impossible. Coming up, the latest episode of the KCSN Draft Show. The Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock for their last pick, number 250 in the seventh round. What's up, everybody? Ken Swanson, Craig Stout, Matthew Lane here for the last pick, we believe, of the 2023 NFL Draft for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it's been a very fun draft so far. Yep. We're having a lot of fun. We've been having a lot of fun here in day three. I mean, is there any specific position that you'd like to see the Chiefs take, or is it just... Just didn't take Rakeem Jarrett or Sean Tucker or Hunter Lipke. I mean, Hunter Lipke would be fine. Hunter, they don't have a fullback. They I know. actively don't have a fullback. Now, you don't need to draft a fullback, to be clear. But, but you I, can. I, you can. <laughs> I, I, I like Hunter Lipke. I think that that makes some sense. I, in the backfield somewhere I w- would be nice. I think if they address the backfield in a way that, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. Then it's a very complete draft and not something that I maybe thought was going to happen in this draft class to try to find the pockets and trying to find the value, which I still believe they did. Yeah. It yeah. might still end up rounding out a very complete draft of the Chiefs. Laura Ojomo uh, went right before the Chiefs. Good pick. One of Tucker D. Franklin's favorites. I, I, well, yeah. And just another another Texas interior defensive yeah. lineman, but you were talking about pockets and his teammate Keandre Coburn went before him to the Chiefs, and that that's a pocket they attacked. Where if, you know Keandre Coburn's probably a two down player for the Chiefs, getting a two down contributor like that though, yeah, that late in the draft has late a guy that's probably going to play pretty quick too. Uh, and now you've got that opportunity here. This is last pick of the draft of the Kansas City Chiefs last year was Naze Johnson. I mean, people are probably going to look back on that pick and be like, well, you know, let's see what he did. He was on the active roster for most of the year as a special teamer. They used one of their 53-man roster slots for their late seventh round pick. And he was a turtle. I didn't see that. You know, some guys are still there, maybe in the secondary. So, I mean, figuring out Lizzie Johnson, um, you still have uh, Brandon Joseph, our safety we talked about yeah. a couple picks ago. I don't, gosh, I would like to. Don't know if they deal, but it's a great spot. Works. There's a couple yeah. top 30 visits. Well, and, uh, yeah, and it, let me hear those. So, go, go through the oh, for the Chiefs. Okay, the, well, we'll see what happens. I was just going to say the Oregon State corners are both still there, too. And I think Brandon yeah. Wright and Alex Austin can both play. Yeah. Team Chariot, man, this. Yeah. Oh, wait, the top 30 visits. A couple top 30 visits. Jeremy Banks, the linebacker out of Tennessee. Yeah. 
Uh, Ronnie Bell, I, I don't know if he was a top 30 visit, but he's a local prospect. I he's believe from, he was. I believe he was a top 30. I don't know for sure, but the wide receiver slot receiver out of Michigan uh, is another guy that uh, has has been a top 30 visit for the Chiefs that are still available on the board. Uh, the draft's almost over. 250 is supposed to be the final pick for the Chiefs. I would anticipate that is going to be the case. I probably They have traded in the past. They have. Both traded in the past. Uh, to get back in, they did that for Bo Peak Keys. Uh, a few years back, just to grab another player that they wanted to make sure uh, that they the secured. The fact that they or they basically not forfeited, but acquired a future pick yeah. earlier in the draft here. I, I I don't think that they're they're really targeting the end of this draft year, especially picking two fifty. Like uh, that that Bo Keys trade, if I remember right, they didn't pick it all in the seventh round and traded back in. Like they were their their draft was done. Their draft was done in the sixth round, and they said, "Screw it, let's go take a sixth round pick in next year's right. draft." trade back into uh, the seventh round to make sure that we get this guy because we don't like how the conversations are going with the undrafted free right. You're right. outlook for that. It could be the case for this one as well. I mean, it really could be the case for this. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll have to see here. But the pick is in for the Kansas City Chiefs, the last one that they are scheduled to pick. I, I believe more. some people have said that James Draws might be uh, making the, nat, the the pick for the Chiefs. Oh, at, yeah. So that would be really cool if that's, that is the case. Cool. Thanks, everybody, that's saying it out. Mike Warren. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Uh, again, over a 1,000 of you hanging out with us on day three of the NFL draft. We've had a lot of fun. We've raised nearly $10,000 for the Therese Paylor Scholarship. Thank you all so much Crazy for that support. We really, really appreciate that. Um, if you want to continue to support and, and, uh, and donate all the all the Super Chat money uh, oh, it's coming that out today goes towards that as well. So the final pick is coming in uh, as we as we await it. I, I, yeah, there's so many good players that, you know, players that we like that we'd be interested in getting. Um, I, I'll I'll be happy with whatever decision. I mean, honestly, I'm already good with the draft. I, I'm good with where they've stood on this. This is just kind of a cherry on top. Yeah. And look, seventh seventh round picks have mattered in the NFL or in the they mattered for the Chiefs. And they matter for the Chiefs in recent memory. Isaiah Pacheco. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of him? Uh so yeah, like let's see this if there's another uh What's the poll here? We got the pick is in. Nick Jones, the quarterback out of Wall State. back out of Wall State. So they did go to the, the secondary position here. Yeah. I mean, it's another swing and a deep quarterback class. Yeah. And if I, I mean, if I remember, if I remember correctly, Nick Jones was close to getting a write-up for us in the KCSN draft. I believe he was just on the outskirts of the cornerback position of right. sneaking into into write-up range going out of Wall State, and I think. I think actually it was a little bit of uh, athletic testing that just bumped him out of it a he little did. bit. Yeah, not going to be a guy that's going to be confused for like a tier one C-bat sort of guy. Ran a 4 5 40, 34 and a half inch vertical jump. Broad was okay. It was 10 and a half. 20 yard was actually 4 3 4. Not terrible yeah. in that regard. But, you know, six foot, long arms, 32 and 3 eighths inch arms, 189 pounds. Like, I, he's got. Long arms, physicality there. I, I, this is going to be a preferential thing. I think you're going to be looking at a guy like this and saying, "Hey, this just this guy just fits some of the traits that Steve Spagnuolo have of a, of a guy there, not taking a gamble on athleticism, maybe like they did with some of the earlier picks. This is just a guy that makes sense for what Spags likes to do. The Chiefs went all defense on day three. They did. Yes, they did. 
Uh, Nick Jones uh, was a Shrine Bowl participant, if I remember correctly, too. So the Chiefs have leaned heavily into the Shrine Bowl players as well. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah, no, that is is the route they have gone here on day three. It's just, yeah, they've gone back to the Shrine Bowl spot. They had a lot of success with that last year with obviously the Ice Age Pacheco pick, and they're going back there now. So... Well, it'll be interesting to see. I wonder if this is another special teams pick, too. It is. He's actually yeah. blocked a kick, and he blocked a punt yeah. at Ball State. And so uh, he got a lot, got plenty of uh, got plenty of snaps as a special teamer. So, yeah, makes a ton of sense here. You see him actually returning a kick here on these highlights. So it might be a more special teams focus, but the physical profile actually fits. And I think the other thing, I we saw him a little bit of the Shrine game. The other thing that we know about him, He's got quick feet. Like, yeah, he actually has pretty quick feet. Not just like, oh, hey, you're a you know big dude. You're going to be plotty. You're going to be slow. There's a couple of treats there, even if the athletic testing overall isn't like an elite, elite level. Yeah. I, oh, like, go, go. I was just saying, he's just a, he's a corner. He's got, he's got pretty long arms. Um, If I if I remember correctly, yeah, the position. Three, yeah, three, three, so yeah. long arms. Yeah. He does a good job getting his hands on receivers and just kind of keeping them there. And then he's had some ability to play inside and outside of the slot. Yeah. And there's definitely a route that he develops and becomes a player that can, you know, fill in as a depth player or a cornerback for a team. I, I get, I feel him pretty good as a special teams move. It's a guy that comes out there he's willing to give it his all he's always able to or willing to earn a spot and do stuff like that he needs to keep adding weight he's pretty skinny for his size so yeah add some weight but i think he's kind of another special team to take here 10 inch hands actually a big huge hands uh it shows up he's, he's a little bit of a ball back has some production at the catch board yeah so. uh 32 and 3 8 inch arms 10 inch uh 10 inch hands and i think this if you're looking at roster construction and his path to success nazi johnson yeah, might be. I mean, they might be. They might be competing a little bit take, here for that special some, teams role. Taking some swings on some special teams role to try and get them to also fit within this defense. I do think that that he fits a little bit more inside the structure of Steve Spagnuolo's defense, maybe than Nazi Johnson sure. does. I not that Nazi Johnson doesn't, but just again, the, link, that. the tackling ability yeah. and a little bit of ability to play at the catch point. I mean, he, those are all things that Steve Spagnuolo prioritizes. No, as, no, absolutely, and I think that is that's why this pick is going to make. I mean, we're, we're talking about day three pick here, right? It's sure. uh, so much. Of this Wait, stuff is about. Yeah. This is so much about who impressed a specific scout or positional coach, and what kind of very specific role they can fit. Because he didn't cross any of our lists, and we're talking about guys we'd like to see them take, and that's fine, right? That's absolutely fine because this is a player that somebody inside the room is pounding the table for, saying, "No, no, this is the guy that we can't risk." going into, you know, the undrafted free agent pool and having to debate with them, whereas Rakeem Jarrett, uh, you know, Sean Tucker are still available right now. Maybe you can still sign them, right? Yeah. Maybe those guys are still signable. Nick Jones is someone they just wanted to make sure they got. So, and from that aspect, somebody somewhere has a plan on how to use them. Uh, 14 passes defensed in 2022. Yes. For Nick Jones. Uh, that's a nice stat for him. It is. Good on The ball production. And, I, you know, I don't think there's a bad... I don't think it's a bad philosophy to try to um, invest in high-value positions late in the draft, too. Like, just take the high-positional value spots. Cornerback, the Chiefs have had some success going to the well at the cornerback position in recent memory this late in the draft. Yeah. I mean, literally last year. Uh, So keep doing that. Just take your swings on some of these spots because you never know. You'll land a Jalen Watson from time to time. For sure. For sure. I mean, this is a... It's a good pick. I, I I do like this one. Uh, 
really paid attention to the Shrine Kit. Uh, the Chiefs did. Came out, yeah. put, a, put a big focus on the Shrine. So that's really cool. You know, we, we obviously didn't get to talk specifically. Well, yeah. Mick Jones, while we were down there, unfortunately, or you'd be all watching it. If you are there. He'd be watching it. Yeah. We would have been watching it immediately. Yes. But, I mean, a, a player that certainly, when we were down there, wide receivers had a little bit of trouble. At, at times with some of these corners and he yeah. one of them that, that actually stood out a little bit but not one of those guys that I was looking at and saying okay that guy's clearly better than a Joshua Williams a James sure. Watson and a thing like that but add it to the room figure out what happened yeah no exactly that's what it is you're adding you're adding a guy a young guy to a room that has some pretty good depth and you know you're kind of hoping in year one maybe he's, he proves to be so good on special teams that you can't keep him off your 53 man roster like Nazi Johnson was last year not you slide with the practice squad you have some more youth yep. and stuff coming in to uh back up and be depth in the future in the secondary blocking kicks is difficult to do that's true and the fact that he's been able to do that in multiple facets of special teams multiple times matters i mean that's it dave joe could go pound the table today we're gonna take a break we'll be back right after this Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. In the city, the NFL draft is here. It is draft week in Kansas City, and what a time it is for our city. Just winning a Super Bowl thanks to Andy Reid and company, and now hosting the NFL draft, it's an incredible time to be in Kansas City and to be a Kansas City sports fan. And regardless of who you root for, there's only one selection that every football fan can share, and that's an ice-cold Miller Lite. Look, the players change, the coaches change, the rules change, but Miller Lite is still the perfect beer for draft time, game time, and everything in between. When I want a beer with some flavor, you know I go to the cooler and I reach for a Miller Lite. It's light on calories, not light on taste. It's a perfect beer for watching football, watching soccer, watching any Kansas City sports, and hanging out with the boys. It's my go-to. So kickoff comes around again. Enjoy the beer that tastes like the season, Miller Lite. Great taste, 96 calories. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash DCSN, or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly, Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform, KC Sports Network. Nick Jones is the newest member of the Kansas City Chiefs in the final selection in the 2023 NFL Draft for the team that won the Super Bowl and is hosting the draft in their beautiful city that deserves all the shine. Boy, they, this city impressed, man. It's been so cool to see. It has. So cool yeah. to see the city just, just absolutely thrive, uh, and it's been a lot of fun to uh, to watch that today. We just got done talking about Nick Jones. Uh, I think it's it's worth talking about some of the undrafted free agent targets that you know you might want to look at. Like Ronnie Bell would have been one for me before he got picked yep. by the San Francisco 49ers. The draft's winding down here, obviously. Jalen Graham just went off the board to the you know San Francisco 49ers, but I still think there are plenty of of interesting prospects to take a look at as in the undrafted free agent market. One to start off the top, I'll give you guys Starling Thomas. Ah, that the the defensive back out of UAB, I think he was one of the stars uh, of the of the slot of the slot cornerbacks uh, at the East West Tribal. Yeah, no, he was, and I, I loved the competitiveness and how physical and just the the trash talk and just the way he played, the way he carried himself. He's probably limited to just being in the slot for the next level, but the way he carried himself was a lot of fun. We actually just got a question on uh, what free what uh, draft prospect we're supposed to hit up to start the uh, free agency campaign on Twitter right now. I've listened. Here's my nominee. Sean Tucker running back from Syracuse. And we've been talking about him. There's some medical concerns. But you want to talk about a guy? Look at the Chiefs running back room right now, right? There's snaps to be had. There is somebody that can come in here and eat snaps. So we did this with uh, Marfan McCall last year. We tried to get him to the Chiefs via just a social media campaign. If you guys are chomping at the bit to do that again, Let's go with Sean Tucker. He feels like he's healthy enough. He hosted his own pro day. It sounds like, yes, there's medical concerns, but if he's going to get a shot with the NFL team, might as well be the Kansas City Chiefs because there's a place for him there, and I think he'd actually fit in pretty well with Isaiah Pacheco. And on kind of that same line, looking at the backfield there, fullback Hunter Lepke out of North Dakota State. Yes. A lock of sense. Jake and Ross Uglum, they are two guys that do the KCSN draft guide with us. Are big fans of him, obviously, because the North Dakota State connection. Both of those guys are big NDSU guys, but he actually has a lot of versatility no. and can line up. He's a good blocker there. He's going to play special teams at a ridiculously high level there. Not going to be somebody you're going to look at and be like, man, I'm really glad that we have him as our H back or as an F tight end or something like that that can run away from guys. But the Chiefs don't have a fullback on the roster, and it's something that Andy Reid covets on his roster every single year as a priority free agent. Yeah, absolutely. Well, said, no, Jack Coletto out of Oregon oh, State. Yeah, another like similar that. guy. Guy played linebacker yes. and fullback at Oregon State. And so if you are looking for a fullback to bring to the Chiefs, he's a guy I'd look at. I also think there's a couple wide receivers that maybe we expected to now go off the board before now. Bryce Ford Wheaton is still out there. And another guy that when we were down at the East-West Shrine game, we, we talked about Bryce Ford Wheaton. 
not necessarily my style of wide receiver not a guy that i'm like super ultra high on by any sorts of means here but i i do think that his talent is good enough to where he should have been drafted today and so him not being drafted i know is a bigger more physical guy not going to run away from a whole bunch of people doesn't have exceptional foot quickness Another guy, Jadon Hasselwood. Jaden Hazelwood. Jaden Hazelwood. Thank you. <laughs> and even another guy, Xavier Smith. I know Steve Smith. <laughs> Steve Smith has been talking about Xavier Smith um, for a long Relentlessly. time. Every chance he gets, he is talking about Xavier Smith. He's a little undersized, but he is a wide receiver that, you know, there are some fans of out there despite the size. And, you know, so he's another one to look at. And he has some returnability. Yeah. If you are looking for another player to come in and, you know, offer some of that. I, I, I just think it's funny. Uh, a lot of these wide receivers have stayed on the board throughout the entire day three. Yeah. Maybe expected them to come go off. Go off. Yeah. I think yeah. so. And so it makes you wonder what the deal is with those guys. I Jalen yeah. Jalen Cropper. Moreno. Yeah. Out of yeah. I liked him. Like yeah. there's a ton of receivers in this in this group that'd be fun to try to get into camp as a sure. Let's see where shakes loose. Like them higher than some of the other players that have been picked. Yeah, absolutely. I mean uh, wide receiver quality and free agency might be pretty strong uh, this year. So I, I wouldn't get too in the weeds if you see a guy get added there to that, um, you know, it, it don't get uh, it don't get too worried about what that means for other players on the roster here. Just taking shots at maybe some talent in oh, yeah. free agency at this Listen, point. But, I, yeah. I Look, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this and, like, we're talking about free agency. Raheem Jarrett's still there, so obviously there's something. There's yeah. something. He's a five-star. If he's a five-star recruit coming out of high school, those guys don't get undrafted, especially because you could go a good athlete, five-star recruit that had some level of production. There is an issue with him that's got to be off the field, whether medical or a character thing. But if he is cleared, it's it's something that's just a small medical thing or something. Bring that guy into camp immediately because he could pause. I mean, he could make a roster easily. Oh, I mean, that guy has more talent than half the two receivers that got drafted. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. It's, it's just very interesting to see who's who's like this is fun. It's not a great draft class overall, and I think we've seen the NFL is definitely taking guys that they just you were know, more fit based than yeah. talent based here. So free agency, I think we're going to see a lot of the talent kind of click and close after that. Also, another guy that we saw, I'm surprised uh, a defensive back from Rutgers went before Christian Isian. Yes, yeah. he's undersized, he's a little small. It's but, the size, I would assume, but yeah. I mean. I think I think he had, I think he had a great pre-draft process too. I think he had uh, a really good showing at the at the East West Shrine Bowl and was very competitive. And I mean, slot safety, like whatever he is, he he put on a show there. I thought he was one of the better players. I would anticipate the Chiefs are probably going to throw some some numbers at the running back position. Yeah, they have to, right? And like, but I'm looking, and you know, I know there's guys out there, but I feel like it's a it's a little thinner than I thought it would be yeah. coming out of the draft. Well, I mean, Sean Tucker's going to get paid, I bet. I mean, like, so I don't know why. Like nobody wanted him, but like he seems like one of those guys that might actually catch a weird amount of money. Mo Ibrahim was somebody oh. that, yeah, you know. Uh, I know that Eric Gauco, he's hearing from NFL teams that they really like his ability um, as a pass blocker. Guy could be a late outlet. They're not the same size, but like 
probably is he's not as he's about as dynamic as Daryl the Barrel Williams, but he can leak out to the fly, he can pass protect, he can do the dirty work for you. Keaton Mitchell, I'm not surprised when undrafted. He's an undersized guy. He's got a dominant trade with his long speed, but But it was a little bit less than people thought it was gonna yeah. be. I think that's his call to yeah. the hold up there. Um so Xavier Hallett Valaday from uh the from Arizona State, pass catcher. He's got you know, he's one of the better yeah. pass catching options I think that's it's available. Sir Roderick Thompson, I know some people really like him. Daenerys Prince, the running back at Tulsa, had some really strong athletic testing, I believe, if I remember correctly. So any offensive lineman that really jumped out at you, I think I feel like they <laughs> still a did a really good job of picking I mean, up. Yeah, it wasn't a strong like class across yeah. the board, I don't think. And then like and they took all the athletes. I don't think uh, Trevor Reed out of Louisville got picked. Oh, nope. Yeah. And then uh, I'm like, I actually like and John yeah. Ojukwu out of yeah. Boise State. Those are two tackles that I also like from now the Shrine Bowl athletic kind of leaner guys. So like yeah. those are guys that just keep an eye on to get a good camp invite somewhere and see what happens. Earl Bostick Jr. Uh, from uh, Kansas was not selected. He tested incredibly well, which he did. kind of surprised me. I'm not, I'll just say this, I'm not overly surprised that he wasn't selected. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'll also just, not going to be surprised if somebody takes a chance on him. The athletic profile is really yeah, good. So as an undrafted free agent, yeah. sure. Yeah, no, for sure. I just, I'm not overly surprised that he's still available uh, at this spot. Yeah, that, I mean that's it for the tackles. There's, I, I, I will say the the linebacker position. There's some guys that I'm kind of surprised yeah. that weren't uh, Shaka Hayward, out of yeah. out of Duke. Yeah. I mean this it's a big, good sized kid. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean I'm I'm a fan of his. Uh, Isaiah Moore, the linebacker out of North Carolina State, is more of a two down player, but we compared him to Nick Bolton as far as this what he does on early downs. He's a leader for the North Carolina State team. Um, high character kid. One of my favorite guys to talk to, Aubrey Miller. I mean, there's a lot of linebackers. Aubrey Miller Jr. out of uh, Jackson State. Brett Beach said he wasn't going to take a linebacker. He did. And he didn't take a linebacker in the NFL draft. Guys, he bucked a trend. He did. You got out of the day two, got out of the top 100, didn't take a linebacker. We threw Jeremy Banks, as I, uh, Banks out as an idea yeah. for the Los Angeles Rams. Brandon Joseph. Or for the as a, as a, oh, yeah. as a like, yeah. He's so, like a so smart. And the athletic profile maybe, is, I guess, isn't draftable, but he's so smart. Do I do I get to have a point to that? No. Draft, draft. I don't know. There's there's still some interesting prospects uh, to, to look at. It's been a lot of fun this entire week. Um, it's been a long weekend. We've had so much fun covering every single pick of the 2023 NFL drafts. Cannot tell you how much it's how much fun this <laughs> been. Cannot tell you how much we appreciate Miller Light. We appreciate No Other Pub and Power and Light. Uh, Want to thank everybody that's been doing some fantastic work behind the scenes. Tucker Franklin that you saw earlier, Joel Prestel, Michaela Bennett, and of course uh, founder CEO BJ Kissel has been killing it as well. Uh, cannot wait to see uh, all these guys out in training camp. Can't wait to see all you out in training camp so we can tell you thank you for your support of KC Sports Network. That is going to do it for our coverage of the 2023 NFL Draft. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.